Welcome to the podcast B2B Marketing, a guidebook for the classroom to the boardroom. My name is Uwe Seebacher and I'm happy to be your host. Hello everybody. Today I'm joined by one of the leading industry marketers in the German region. He's working for a global industrial company, uh, Tusen Group and Mike Kleinmas for the local community is uh, not necessary to introduce him, but for the uh, participants of the other regions, Mike Kleinmas is one of the thought leaders. He's famous for his brilliant, colorful speeches, and I'm happy to have him here this morning. Welcome, Mike. How are you? Hi, Uwe. Nice to meet you. Thanks for this uh, really nice introduction. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm happy to be here um, to have a chat with you about uh, this exciting B2B um, environment we are currently living. And yeah, really looking forward uh, to have this podcast with you. Thank you, Mike. For those of our listeners who are not familiar with your person, give me please an overview of your background, where you're coming from, your way, your experience. Of course. Um, well, I'm actually coming from uh, the software industry, the, the software uh, publishing industry, and then spent several years working in the media business, where I dealt with uh, media advertising, where I dealt with the uh, um, subscription uh, management and uh, yeah, gained a lot of experience on the other side um, actually so the so-called media business where we were trying to sell our media inventory and leverage all possibilities to um, make money with uh, media business um, advertising sales and after several years in, uh, in the media industry, um, I got back to the uh, company side. I joined Tusen Corp Group three years ago, and I'm currently uh, there in the plant technology business. This means um, <laughs> I am uh, responsible for digital marketing for really heavyweight goods. Um, I'm also calling it um, hardcore B2B marketing. <laughs> And it, this was a, a massive change as well for me because um, those worlds are completely different. The media business, uh, which is also undergoing a massive change. And now I'm in the, in the heavyweight industry, actually trying to uh, digitalize all the marketing channels there. And it is a really exciting time right now. <laughs> How big is your team and how big is the division, the business division you're working for within Tuesday? Mm, yeah, well, I am a kind of one-man show that started out three years ago uh, in the corporate communications department. Many B2B companies, um, we own a corporate communications department where uh, we did in the past um, a lot of classical communication. Um, which was print driven, which was um, PR driven. And uh, when I started out three years ago, um, I tried to 
um, adapt more to the changed world. I, I try to um, introduce a new kind of marketing that um, goes along with all the developments we see outside the, the globalization, uh, the digit digitalization and the platform economy. And um, so I started out to convince people step by step that we need to adapt to this new world outside. And I started several pilots. And when these first projects I did on my own with, some, with the help of some agencies worked out, I was able to, to hire more people, some students, so that my team uh, grew a little bit, but we are still fighting on our own in a world that was coming from a really, really traditional um, PR organization. Just to give me a base figure about the order intake of your business division so that we can say, okay, still that big of turnover and still a one-man show, what approximately is the range of order intake we're talking about? Yeah, we are coming from uh, 4 billion business in the plant technology uh, area that is um, actually divided into the fields of mining, cement, and chemical and plant technologies. And this is also a business which is uh, undergoing a massive change right now, especially uh, during Corona as well. But um, yeah, we are one of five business uh, areas of ThyssenKrupp. And um, we are actually the, the vision that has the biggest variety of buyer personas. So it's really challenging on the one hand side and really interesting on the other hand side because um, with the digital possibilities, you have a lot of opportunities to do um, high profile targeting and uh, you have a lot of opportunities to reach all those people uh, working in the, in the buying centers. But what you're saying is that your division for which you are responsible as a global marketing director uh, is approximately worth 4 billion euros a year and you are still a one man show, right? I'm a one-man digital marketing a rock star, whatever you want to call it. But it's it's definitely like this. Yeah, I started out as the one crazy guy um, that wanted to digitalize the marketing there. Um, as you can see, there is a lot of um, traditionalism in such huge um, companies that deal with heavyweight business because. This is a world full of trade fairs. This is a world of people's business. And um, this is a world of um, order intake that is generated um, not within weeks or months, but within years. So um, it's really hard to track back a lead to a marketing campaign. But in general, digital marketing is helping a lot. But you have to convince those people step by step. <music> Corporate communications is undergoing a massive change. Um, the corporate communications department where I'm working in has 14 people. And we have internal communications and external communications. My role is uh, in external communications. And besides that, we have a department of brand and customer communications. But that was initially, when I started out three years ago, pretty uh, classical. So that means it was mainly about print. That means brochures, 
um, that means trade fairs and um, well, magazines, advertising, uh, newspaper and classical PR. So I was kind of someone that was be a little bit beyond the classical organization, but I um, kind of digitalizing the other colleagues in the department. So everything got a little bit more digital in the last years. We couldn't have done it better to get the hook towards our book, the B2B Marketing Guidebook, because you mentioned corporate communication is undergoing a paradigm shift, right? And um, I, I had the pleasure uh, together with you to uh, compile one of the opening introductory articles called um, Into New Era of B2B Marketing, where we're coming from and talking about this change in environment, the new structures, you, the new needs. So just I want you to get us an overview or a, a, a kind of an intro to that, I think, essential article to the entire setting the stage for the B2B Marketing Guidebook, Mike. Mm -hmm. Well, I think we are living a really, really interesting time uh, right now, especially during Corona, which is uh, kind of a catalyst to uh, development we are seeing uh, in the last years. Because I think, like, especially in B2B marketing, in the last five years changed more than in the past 50 years in general. We have a massive influence because of digitalization and, of course, of uh, globalization. And this change, those drivers, this trend is not always reflected already in all organizational structures that we as marketeers or communicators or B2B salespeople are living in. So this means we, in our article, actually uh, evaluated all the drivers, all the trends, and also um, worked out which um, challenges organizations need to tackle because those are massive changes and if you as a company owner company leader manager are not adapting to those new truths of of the current um, vuca world then um, you're definitely getting into trouble like uh, like the dinosaurs did when the asteroid was coming <laughs> What will be, and you already tackling this topic a bit, what do you see as the impacts in regard to future organizational developments in regard to communication, corporate communication, brand mm -hmm. management, marketing? So what is based on the evaluation of the contingent situation? Mm -hmm. What we have to expect or what we have to be or get ready to deal with? I see a massive need for change of culture that we need to adapt to the new world, to change our corporate culture um, into something more agile, more, more liquid structure, where we are able to be quick, to be more quick than perfect, to be able to adapt to this new digital world and also adapt our, our corporate communications uh, structure to this new reality. We need new skills. Skills like analytics become more and more important to be able to actually track everything we do, to analyze it and to optimize it. 
to do the right things and the things in the right manner. This is really important because we, we are confronted in the, uh, with much higher pace and much more possibilities. So this means we have a new skill set that has to be uh, established in our marketing departments, um, definitely. And we need a new mindset reflected also in the company culture. Looking back at the work we did, and uh, let me share my gratitude with you. It was my pleasure to uh, compile that article with such a thought leader in B2B marketing. Looking back at this time, at this work, what have been the most surprising findings, uh, but not given too much insight in the article, but what have been the most astonishing, surprising insights, results as outcome uh, of our article from your perspective? Well, I was quite surprised when um, we took a look into the past, researching also what traditional companies that are still in business for many, many ages or even centuries, what they actually did to survive changes, to survive super trends and what makes them surviving even in a world of Corona. That is something I've, I personally found or still finding very interesting. And yeah, I, I don't want to spoil it too much right now, but that was something for me really, really interesting. brought up also a very interesting article and the term the Netflix industry. Tell me a little bit more so that the people will understand that they have to read that article in order to really get the long-term picture what the B2B industry and marketing might be facing, Mike. I mean, it's a really, really interesting time right now. This week, I also read that already in Germany, 50% of the people ordered goods at Amazon. And we all know the Germans are not the pioneers of digitalization. And this even means that a really, really high percentage of the Germans are experiencing a really, really great um, user experience online at Amazon, for example. And they know how it works to find things really easily and get, it, get them delivered pretty fast. And this is the thing the B2B industry did not manage for ages to create a user experience uh, in, on digital channels that really makes you enjoy this experience. And now Netflix actually disrupted the whole industry is a, is a perfect example for what is coming in the next year. Um, because as you can see it in, in, uh, in the consumer industry, we are living in a share, uh, sharing economy. Uh, we do not own goods anymore. Um, you, can, uh, you can rent cars, you can rent bikes or e-scooters everywhere in the world. You do not need to own them any, anymore. Just as uh, with the software industry for many years, I'm offering um, pay-per-use 
And we will see this also in the heavyweight industry. There will be the moment when you are just uh, paying for the use of a machine, of a plant, and so on. So you can actually transfer this, this Netflix industry to the B2B industry in general. And this is a massive change that we are going to see in the next years. And I think um, if you do not take this into account, that there will be new digital platforms also getting maybe in between of you and your customers. Um, if somebody's coming and creating a platform that offers a shared service and analyzes all the data, then you will, act, then we, you will really get into uh, a trouble. So this is something we really should uh, uh, take into account um, if we adapt to, to the markets and uh, the consumer habits. How will this impact the work of the B2B marketeers? It will definitely impact us in the way that we need to get even closer together with our colleagues from research and development and the sales department. We need to close the gap with the engineers and get more closer to the research uh, activities to know what is coming, where the customer demand is developing to, to be able to help them to develop services and products that go in line with these developments, with these market changes. Because if you do not do that, you will definitely miss those trends. Um, so we all need to work closer together from the sales to the marketing to the very, very bottom at the research and development department. Thank you for that, Andrew. Um, last but not least, Mike, uh, anything like a core message or closing remark to our listeners from your side in regards to the trends, the development, or also the, the B2B marketing guidebook you would like to share with us? Yeah, well, I think um, we are undergoing a, a massive change and uh, are living in a really, really exciting time. So we should all take the chance to get together and leverage the opportunity of this digitalization that is coming um, like a catalyst from Corona times as well to do the best um, to understand our customers, adapt all our marketing activities to their needs and take account of the massive changes we see here from digitalization and the Netflix industry. Thank Mike Kleinmas who joined me today in our B2B Marketing Guidebook podcast. This is Uwe Seebach. I'm your host and chief editor. Thanks for listening and don't forget to touch base with us in case of questions, remarks or ideas. We look forward to hear from you. Goodbye.